This is Seattle Music Insider Greg Roth, and you are listening to NWCZ Radio. Oh, 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 oh. You're surfing through another dimension. A dimension of podcasts and real-time streaming. Of content both live and, quote-unquote, on tape. It covers Washington, Oregon, B.C., and even Idaho. Existing between the summit of man's technology and the depths of his cave. There's the web banner up ahead. Your next stop, the Northwest Convergence Zone. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> oh, it's not working. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Brothers that. and sisters. <laughs> Welcome are you back broadcasting from the airport or something? <laughs> yes. Where are you? Please stand in the line. <laughs> hey, so that was the load leverage with Hudson so Hornet. Cool. And welcome back <laughs> to the Northwest Convergence Zone. <laughs> Segment number two, not episode two. Oh, our number two. Our number two. Got it loaded up too, man. Oh, man. J- yet again, last first, guy was really cool, dude. Yeah, first guest up. Uh, always fun to have him in. And uh, you can go on Facebook and see the pictures because we ended up T-Boeing as a crew. That's true. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's our man. He uh, He's here to talk sports, so sit back and join us, won't you? And uh, get pissed off at our opinions and write us crappy Absolutely. emails. Absolutely. This is our boy, our man, the man, Matt Driscoll. When you think sports and authoritative figures on sports, there's only one name that comes to mind in the South Sound. The Northwest Convergence Zone via the Weekly Volcanoes own... That's right. <laughs> Woo! Boxy, can you name the song? Can you name the movie that song is from? Rocky, do you ever get there tired of go. hearing that? No. No. <laughs> I feel better <laughs> when I hear that music. That, that <laughs> jacked me oh, up. Kidding I was, me? We're dancing around the studio, arms raised, you know. Like, I was a little down before that came on, but now, now I'm Well, in it. it's because you're wearing a hater shirt. I, I am. Uh, my shirt actually subconsciously literally just, says hater. Can, it just totally brings you down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you yeah. are what you and wear. And it doesn't have the circle Words with the cross. Words are very powerful, no, Matt. I am. It's, I, profe- it's like, uh, it's a statement. Bold. I'm a hater. 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 Yeah, but with it covered up there, it just says hater, and that's kind of <laughs> sexy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you were, I hater. <laughs> uh, how's it going, Matt? Doing real well. 
I'm Volcano right. Radio every Thursday at eight o'clock here. On Thank WCC you, Daryl. Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, Wonder Boy and I were just uh, discussing last week. I think we've already done eighteen of those bad boys. Dang, wow. that's I know. awesome. Also, editor uh, extraordinaire of the Weekly Volcano, which is uh, South Sound's alternative paper. You can pick it up like I do every Thursday. Bless your heart, Daryl. Bless your heart. Go right to the <laughs> sports section in the classifieds the cup check uh, it's not really it's 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 not really fair to say it's a section because that kind of uh it's a, it's a section implies that it, 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 it wasn't there it last more week. than uh i i did take away i got sick didn't everybody get sick like no. a couple weeks ago yep. god it was uh, horrible it's been like the worst winter in my uh, in the history of my family like everybody's really? it's like it's like the just, mung sickness yeah it just, just won't will not go away Kim trails <laughs> yeah uh so it's yeah, it is still called the the uh, cup check, but it's got bold letters up there. It does, it does. It so, says sports, but it's not. It I just want to, you know, there's not going to be anything more than the cup check right. uh, column when you go there. Don't expect like you know box scores or anything. <coughs> but it's the saying. it's the first thing I turn to, man. We appreciate I, that. I read that. It's fantastic, and um, I'm it noticing says that every time. It's yeah. true though. Exactly <laughs> 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 recording. Yeah, really. So we're just looping. Ah. That. <laughs> but I I, feels uh, good. I can't help but I can't help but notice though. Um, Mm-hmm. The funky odor and the hygiene still. You still on that Peyton? Talking about Manning the Peyton, watch? The, the Manning watch. You know, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to yeah, get my life shower back. In between I'm trying to get my life back. Yeah, I All mean, right. you know, I was pretty for about five <laughs> to seven days. I was locked in. I was like, you know, on well, and they high kept alert. Saying, By Tuesday, he's going to oh, decide. Oh my god, it was horrible. You know, backstory here. I'm a Broncos fan, obviously, yes. so I've got I've got a little bit of a a horse in the a horse. Big Yeah. So I've been I've been on high alert, and you know, I was I was really hopeful. Now now I'm I'm kind of thinking it's probably not going to happen. I'm trying to get on with my life, but what would have? I mean, and obviously the decision has not come down, but it is looking more and more like you know Frisco or Miami Titans. or Titans. the Titans or Titans we don't even signing, know signing Hutchinson that was big that's probably a big deal right there but you know side. Hutchinson knows Hasselback too I think I think there's been so there's been yeah. so much of that so far you know yeah. misdirection I don't think and he was actually really here knows. in Seattle Hutchinson knows Hasselback so therefore he wouldn't sign that contract unless they said we're going after Manning really <laughs> hot and heavy he's like God <laughs> uh, but you know Hutchinson was actually here in Seattle uh, right before he went down there and was talking with the folks here yeah well, I think I think Seattle offered him a one-year contract, and Tennessee offered him a three-year contract. Oh, well, so, what are you taking? Uh, makes sense when there you're like you thirty-something. Now, right. what? Uh, let, let's just play uh, what if, and uh, if the Broncos land or had landed Manning, what are you going to do with the uh, the savior? Oh, you got to get rid Tebow. of Tebow. You got to get rid of Tebow. You don't think he could sit behind? For I mean, in theory, he could, but the thing about Tebow, wouldn't it be good for him? Well, yeah, it'd be good for him. The thing, and this, and the thing about this is, bless his heart, this has nothing to do with Tebow. I think Tebow right. would be cool with. It. I mean, not necessarily cool with it, but would be fine with <laughs> it. But Tebow fans are freaking crazy. They're not. This just in. Tebow fans are freaking crazy. Are you a Tebow fan? Uh, I, I think Tebow's all right. I'm a Broncos fan first. But you're not like a Tebow like no. freak. I think uh, you Thank know. Thank God. No, uh, I think a, a lot of people kind of migrated to my. Have team. you ever done the Tebow pose? Oh yeah, hell yeah. I, I mean, he, he got us. He took us from one and four to the to the playoffs. And I, he I, did. He did. He he was. You know, the team rallied. Blah blah blah. 
But he pulled out some crazy stuff that no I, I, other quarterback in the I league agree, right but now. I just want to see. I want to see he fall down because somebody's about to you know tackle him. But I want to see Driscoll <laughs> doing the, the the pose. I I, I want Facebook. You want group. me T-bowing? <laughs> I want you T-bowing. We'll get him T-bowing afterwards. Yeah. Can we get that? It'll be especially cool because he didn't show up. Maybe we could all T-bow. It doesn't. I want to know what this is. Would it would it be? Could we do a group T-bow? Absolutely. I think we should. I'm not sure it makes for very good podcasting or radio. No idea. But just for our own, just for us. Yeah. Absolutely. You're like I, a bonding I'll thing. I'll Tebow with anybody. Nice. <laughs> Just about. I'm, you know. Sounds com- so <laughs> strange. <laughs> well, there you go. That's, that would be, like be like a circle Tebowing or so, what's going on there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, did you know today, actually, the Seahawks signed Matt Flynn? I had heard that. I got uh, uh, Six, excited. Uh, 26 yeah. mil. Oh yeah, uh, about three ten, years, about ten million guaranteed, right? <laughs> Is that a, I, I got an excited text from my uh, from one of my many Seahawks uh, fan friends. Are you excited it. about it? I think it's. Uh, well, see, I'm not a Seahawks fan. So no, but I mean, just, honestly, but if, as as a player, Matt Flint, he's gotten a lot of uh, until until the Manning thing went. He was the quarterback to pursue. Well, I mean, I'm going to answer this two ways, Daryl. Okay. I mean, as as personally, one. I grew up as, as a Bronco fan, Seahawks, Broncos, and the so I hate the Seahawks. So I, I <laughs> deep down, I want to see them fail and do miserably at everything. But from a, from a, if you step back from yeah, that... we're still friends. Yeah. If you step back from that, I think, I mean, how can you not be excited about about that? I mean, I don't know if he's going to be the, the, the you know, right. if he's going to be awesome, but I think... Because uh, he's really actually kind of unproven, right? Yeah, he's incredibly unproven, but it offers a lot of hope. Well, sure it does. I mean, sure. the last stats, time, the his, last time, yes. I'm sorry, I have to go cut ahead. In. The last time we got a Green Bay backup, he ultimately took us to the Super Bowl. So, bam, there we are. Yeah, oh. and I think I think that's a good comparison. <laughs> I think Flynn probably. I mean, I think he is kind of hassleback. Like, I mean, I don't think he's going to be the guy who turns into all of a sudden, you know, like the poster boy Tom Brady of the end. But I think he's got a lot of skills, and in the right system, can can do. Doesn't have a beard. Uh, Flynn. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm Everybody's got a beard. I'm days. waiting for the, the 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 coin toss where he says, "And we're, we want the ball, <laughs> and we're going to score." Oh my god! That's what I'm waiting. Well, for. since Pete, but that. since Pete Carroll's the coach, I mean, isn't it going to be a competition in camp? Isn't it T. Jacks and, uh, oh, yeah. and Flynn? Oh, yeah. who, who will emerge? Wouldn't that be crazy? T. Jack <laughs> just he just played his way right. He's like, dude, he's he's just came back Flint, on fire. Flint stays he got a serious about it. He's like, he's like, this guy's not taking it. Right. That, that would be really funny. Yeah. Uh, Poor Jesus is over there doodling. On his clipboard. But how crazy is that, though? Uh, we're here in, you know, towards the end of winter and we're talking football, right? It's taken almost center stage when you got a lot of well, stuff going on. Well, that's how they do it these these days. The NFL is a uh, crazy marketing machine and they have figured out a way to keep your attention the entire 12 months. Does, America's does anybody care about the NBA? A uh, little bit? Well, I mean, it got exciting talking about Seattle possibly getting the team. I mean, I mentioned that last time. I think people are excited about and, that. I mean, it's going to be, you know, it's you're looking into the distance on that, but I think people are generally. People People were all jacked up because Sacramento was supposedly coming, and that didn't happen. I've watched more NBA games this year than I have probably in four or five years. I'll just say that. Just okay. because I, there's several teams where I like several of their players. There's a lot of UW yep. cats playing in the NBA. Yep. So, you know, I'm watching Nate Robinson down. Uh, where is he? Golden State. You got Isaiah Thomas down at... Uh, with the Kings, yeah. you got you can check out Brockman sitting the bench over at the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so has Lynn Sanity? Uh, uh, is it on the downslide? It None. sure seems like it doesn't. You don't hear yeah. about it's it already in the anymore. library. Well, like Mello, uh, well, Mello, Mello will system. kill anything. Mello just <laughs> sucked true. the life he out. Did. Of, he sucked it right out. Did you hear about the guy uh, who bought a Lynn rookie card? For twenty like two thousand dollars? No, is damn that probably fool. like the worst investment of the year? Damn fool! 
Seriously, yeah, I, it was like at the height of Linsanity. Uh, somebody had an autographed, I think it was autographed card, and then some twenty-two grand. Uh, That's yeah. got to be a brutal investment, right there. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, or he just has too much money. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I think so. Maybe a whole lot of uh, everything. But basketball-wise, our all eyes are on the tournament. What's going on? What, what are you thinking about the tournament these days? Well, I mean, it's it, for me personally, it's been it's been a little bit weird because it's been kind of overshadowed by the whole crazy Manning thing, yes, which I'm, I'm bitter about. I'm, I'm if you bitter tune into ESPN, you know they have the the, the left hand ticker. It's like. It's like tournament and then Manning, 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 tournament. Yeah. Ridiculous. Tur- I'm Manning. sick to my stomach. Manning has breakfast in. Yeah. You know, yeah. Manning's sitting on the plane. Right you, know, you know what pisses me off about that is as, as close as they've been covering it. How did he meet with San Francisco nobody on Tuesday? Knew. And nobody, I, I feel like I've been like tracking his every whereabout for like the last seven days. It reminded me nobody, of, yeah. It reminded me of Christmas Eve when they have the Santa Claus tracker. You know, like it's like that. It was like that. It was like every move. They're he was literally doing. tracking his his planes and the planes right. of people. And you know, he has on an Twitter, brace it's on. yeah, it's it's insane. But uh, <laughs> I mean, see the thing about the the to take it back to the tournament because yes. I think that is where we should, we should focus. Uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed it, and yes. the reason I have thoroughly enjoyed it is because I'm not a bracket person. It didn't totally blow up my bracket. I didn't fill one out this year. Yeah, me first, too. Look at first this. We're like brothers. Oh my god, we you should know, stick together because we're a minority. Let's do a T-bone. Tea bag thing? Are we getting back to that? <laughs> tea bag. Yeah, we're gonna t- we're, we're tea bagging after. It's weird though because I I I love the tournament. I enjoy it, but for some reason this year, and this is the first year in twenty years or whatever, I have not filled out a bracket, and I feel relaxed about yeah. it. I can actually enjoy it. It's great. I huh? love the fact that Duke went down. Yeah, because oh I'm a God, Duke that was so hater. Awesome. Fantastic, wasn't it? Uh, you know, Lehigh and. Yeah, it was Lehigh and Duke, and Norfolk State took out to Mizzou. You know, yeah, I mean, it's teens in the same day never happened in the history of sports. Those are great stories, exactly. You know, and, and what I really love about that though are this, as soon as the game's over, you know, they go back to the panel at ESPN or CBS or wherever they're at TNT, True and TV, they are TBS. they're immediately talking up Lehigh and you know <laughs> how you know. Where did these guys come from? And it's all this backstory. And what's the possibility of them advancing in the tournament? And do they have a shot at the title? And it's like, are you kidding me? That's good that's journalism a, right there. It's a one-shot deal. They're going to get Pundit their ass Slight kicked. difference. <laughs> Slight they're difference. They're playing tonight, aren't they? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think right they're now. playing on my, when I was on my way over here. Who, Wonderboy, uh, get the TV up there. Wait, who geez. do you think um, – who are you looking at? To go all the way. Oh, you're going to put me on the spot? Nah, just you know, you, I mean, just give a couple of teams that you think really are dialed oh, in. Oh, Christ. Um, he's number one. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think he's going to have a. He's going to play a big. We would like uh, to no thank matter, him, no matter who wins. Uh, <laughs> we want to thank him right now. Well, not Duke. It's not. It's not. It's not going to be God. Duke. Uh, 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 there's Ohio. Ohio's uh, yeah, Ohio pretty, State's yeah. all, all right. I. I I don't. It's so. There's so much parody. I and don't. That's the beauty of it. It is. That's what I was. I was hoping you would. I think it's going to be struggle Kentucky. a little with that. I hate it's to say, it, but it's probably going to be Kentucky. Yeah, could be. But you never know, man. I mean, this year, like Driscoll said, there's a lot of parody, and anything seems like anything can happen. And those are the tournaments that are the best. Yeah. Um, if so, you don't have a bracket, right? You, you're, you're not losing. Every, Life is almost, free. It is. Feels good. The flowers. Smell it does better. feel good. I don't think I'll ever fill out one again. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I work with guys who are like, I, oh, I can't get into it unless I got some skin in it, you know. And it's like, I just and not. You're not a sports fan. <laughs> that's the kind. That's the kind of the the beauty of sport is you can't predict it. Right. That's, 
That's why we That's watch why the you games. play the game. Yeah. I was having a conversation the other day because uh, you know my Longhorns played Cincinnati, and yeah, I, they did lose. Rough, rough at the beginning there, and, and I thought they would lose. Yeah. But you know, my friend was like, "Oh yeah, they're just gonna kill them and everything." And before the game, I'm like, "Yeah, they probably will, but you never know." That's why you play the game because yeah. they could twist their ankle getting off the bus. You know, some guy could be ineligible right before the game. We've seen that. You know, what anything can happen, and next thing you know, down you go. Yeah. But, you know, on a side uh, postseason basketball note, I will have to say that I won't be surprised if the Washington Huskies win the NIT tournament there. In <laughs> I don't know. Oregon's really. looking really They're good. They're probably the most talented team in the NIT, aren't Dude, they? You know, when <laughs> you, Doesn't the NIT stand for not in tournament? Is that what's going on there? You like, know, we were talking about it last week off, you know, after, you know, recording and everything, how uh, you, you win a league tournament of one of the big, they call them the big six, the big six conference. You, bit, you, you win the actual regular season championship, 18 games log, and then three or four games can decide whether you're going to go in the tournament or not. Yeah. That's pretty rough. Brutal. Man, especially when you saw Cal lay a big, fat, stinky egg in a play-in game. For the NCAA tournament, and that was the team that you know UW should have been in that slot right there. So you know, I'm I'm glad to see that uh, Gimmer's better. It's a brutal. It's been a brutal I'm year. Better. I mean, it's hard. I understand what he's saying. They won the they won oh, the regulars, yeah. but on the other hand, they had so many chances. To, oh, they got to learn it. to shoot some free throws. It's just hard. To, it's yeah. hard to really feel sorry for him. You know? I think he'd be a shooting guard and shoot 55 percent from the free throw. Shaq. In good years, Better, topped that. Yeah, the, the lost okay. art We're talking of about Shaq, throw. one of the worst free throw shooters yeah. of all time in the history of the NBA. Driscoll nailed it, man. It's fundamentals because, and this is one of the one of the reasons NBA has lost me is they they have gone away from fundamental ball. They don't know pick and roll. They don't know how to do free throws. They don't even know yeah. like they don't even understand like a, a bank shot. Or, it's like clear it out, throw it to one guy, watch him jam. That's what we've become. Yeah, and yeah. and that's why I love college ball because they act. When was the last time in the pros you saw a point guard dribbling down, you know, holding up one, two, three fingers to set a play? No, it's that's been true. years. Yeah. They don't even have plays. I remember Mac, you know, Mac Ten doing that. You know, like yeah, oh, blue four. Yeah, yeah, and Xavier the coach, McDaniel the coach is giving them boom, snap. There's this whole sign language thing going on between the coach and the guard and everybody else, and it just doesn't exist anymore. So, uh, what about baseball? We're, we are in spring training, and I don't know if you have MLB. Mariners got to be excited. You got to be excited, don't you? Scoring some runs down. They actually yeah, are scoring killing. Some runs. They're doing phenomenal yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to not get overly excited about it because I don't want to. You know, I don't want to just. Do you have MLB Network? No. They they have like three games a day on. Yep. Do they? And I am absolutely logged in like uh like you wouldn't believe. That's great. And um this and the, the nice thing about MLB Network is they they play all the teams right. You know what the really nice thing about MLB Network probably is uh is it probably costs you about a third as much as it cost me to get NFL Sunday ticket. Oh yeah. And, uh, oh, NFL yeah. Sunday ticket just has games on like one day a week for like <laughs> and you're getting like. Hundred and sixty-two plus spring training plus yeah. Oh, yeah. NFL's a NFL's three games a, a day from the, the from the time it started. Uh, the Mariners got they've got good pitching. They've got good closing. Looks like they've upgraded their hitters. Yeah, and knock uh, on move, knock move, on Craigslist couch Ichiro into the th- three <laughs> spot right there. Hey, but think about this, man. Uh, the, you know the year uh, that where Griffey played the full full year. Mm-hmm. You know was it right three years ago? You know they they ended the season over five hundred. Yeah. And you know you add another twelve to fifteen games to that win total, and you're in 
the wild card. You're in a hunt, or you know, you're winning the championship. It's going to be tough so, though. They had they do have a tough division. Uh, the California Angels. Oh, they're going to be one of those perfect examples of a balloon blowing up. Dude. Uh, the Rangers are tough as well. Honestly, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> as long as they score some runs, I think people will just be refreshed. As long as they have the possibility to score some runs, I think fans are going to. Do you eat think they're going to score, Voxy? I hope they do. Yes. Hey, I'm going on the line right here, dude. Okay. Not only is Ichiro going to have an all-star season again. It'll be his the only last. all-star season he's never had. He's going to he's going to lead the league in batting average. Wow. But he's going to hit 15 to 20 dingers this year. Maybe even more. Wow. Maybe even go crazy. Wow. I'm writing that down right because now. Because every, every, every MLB player out there will tell you if they've seen Ichiro in That's batting That's what they practice, always say. Oh, he could hit home runs whenever he wants to. Boom, 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 boom. Right. Then why does he whole... slap like a little girl? Because he was playing leadoff. Now he's supposed he's, to get on base. He's freed up now. He's yeah, freed he is up. freed up. So. We'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, and I'm so excited. Uh, can, I'm sensing it. But how do you... I have never... I don't remember anyway seeing this where they're going to play two games and then come in japan obviously yeah then they're going to come back and play more preseason games it's effed up have you ever do you no, do you remember that I ever don't think that has ever happened no i, I don't I mean, understand wait that. a minute uh, what's going on here it's called marketing you're open the season it's it's a legit game they're mm-hmm. the first games in the season it's in japan then they come back and play preseason games and one of them is a split squad game Yes. It'd be I don't, cool if I they were playing the Rainiers. Yeah, that was, that <laughs> remember how the Athletics used to come up and uh-huh. play the Tigers? Uh-huh. Yes. I do remember that. Oh, my God. What happened to that, that man? Those were good times. Those These were good times. dropping the ball, man. They don't care about us. We're putting the call out right now. But Driscoll does. And uh, <laughs> you guys, the Volcano, you guys are covering the Rainiers again this year, right? We're going to try to. Yeah, we're going to put some stuff together. I mean, I, it's... Uh, Do you guys get like box seats and get real special it's treatment? not box seats. We, we, have, we had press passes. Do you get the free beer and peanuts pass? There is... Uh, press passes are fantastic. There are uh, free... Uh, 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 Sunflowers and 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 yeah. so, soda beverages in the in the press box. So is it? hot dogs, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think you can get a hot dog yeah. up there. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. And you're sitting right next to Curdo. Curdo's in like the room. We've had Curdo on. He's yeah. a nice guy. So, hey, you know, uh, Curdo hated us though because he hates the University of Texas. And you see that wall. Over yeah, there. he's a big. Speaking of Cal, oh, he loves Cal. He's all about Cal. Good lord, you ever on Facebook? That's all he. That's uh-huh. all he talks about. Right. It's all about. Look Cal. at the brain on Brad there. You know, <laughs> who's Brad? Cal Berkeley. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just wonder it's, where he's going with no, that. No, it's a Pulp Fiction reference. Look yeah, at the brain on I got you. Yeah. Ding. ding, ding. Thank you. Nice. Where's your Where's your bell now there, Double D, for crying out loud there or night? There we go. There we go. God, you couldn't play that thing more than enough earlier. So let me ask you this, Matt, because we're talking sports, obviously, with Matt Driscoll, Loosely. editor of the Weekly Volcano <laughs> yep. and the host of we- uh, Volcano Radio every Thursday night, 8 o'clock, right here. Co-host the- with uh, the lovely Reverend Adam McKinney and Steph DeRosa. That's true. On uh, Thursdays, 8 o'clock, NWCC Radio. True. Mm. And in podcast form, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys really hit the podcast uh, hard. We do. We, we try to hit everything hard girl i know you do out of the park yeah now (laughs) since we're loosely talking sports did you go to the nuclear cowboys no no not even close you guys didn't cover that you didn't get Uh, any i did a preview of it it sounded really kind of absurd uh but but, uh i mean if you're into that sort of thing (laughs) double d went what the the metal militia and uh, (laughs) and, uh yeah Double D went and he said they had pole dancers. Did they? That doesn't shock me. Yeah, they did have pole 
pole dancers. Pole dancers. Yeah. Oh, on so I, my, uh, I brought my daughter and my uh, son to go see the pole dancers. Classy. Wonderful. Yeah. And not only that, it had a storyline. Yeah, I know. I, 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 yeah. Go figure, man. It was a corny storyline. SeaWorld? Would we, <laughs> would we call it a sport, though, sir? I mean, no, I mean... They, the motorcycles are a sport. I would agree to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They had... I mean, uh, I, was, I did a little preview blurb on it, and they had, like, X-game dudes who were, in a, you know, really legitimate mo- motorcycle guys, but, you know, they got cell phone bills to pay, too, so... I guess they got a tour of the so country did, doing... Uh, did they do some cool tricks and stuff? Double the, Shoot fire and stuff? The, Not uh, the pole dancers. Oh, okay, that's what I was trying the to figure out. motorcycle <laughs> dudes. This guy's better look what's on, than me. Look Shit. what's on his brain. So, uh, hey, it's the first time I've ever seen a pole dancer. So was some, yeah. And he paid. <laughs> These uh, motocross guys and you know, yeah. uh, stunt they were, guys, they were yeah. doing some crazy stuff? Yeah, they were doing a lot of, uh, a lot of flips, a couple of guys on uh, quads. Go. Um, Those guys I wanted are to nuts. See, I wanted to see a quad flip. Did they flip there, Wonder Boy? No, no. he's saying no. Quad wars. Quads like to bounce. Quads like to bounce. Quads yeah. like to bounce, dude. So is that what that is? Fl- yeah, okay. you can't get the, the the major air that you can on a BM. Yeah, the BMX, best the best BMX. part I saw. Not BMX. <laughs> motorcycles. Great. Yeah, BMX. The guy doing a wonderful. Uh, uh, Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan on his motorcycle up in midair, really? standing like got Captain a little Morgan. captain in you. That's classic. Yeah, that's all you need. Flying through the air. So, yeah. Like that. That's pretty. Cool. I'm, uh, you know, rolling my my Honda 500 up on this jump, and I got a whole bunch of Captain Morgan's rum in me. Great. I'm gonna do a Captain Morgan right now. <laughs> Pull it off, and they're like, "Don't ever do that again." Jesus Lord, help me. So, Driscoll, is there anything else going on in the sports world? Out, uh, what, what, Tiger? The oh man, I hit on Tiger for a second. Achilles. I think I, I, I think I'm out of the loop. I mean. What are, you tell me? Well, he had the meltdown in a, in an interview where some guy asked him about a book, and he just right. did the stare down and kind of kind of dressed that dude down. And then he went into a tournament and pulled out right in the middle. Yeah, of it I, he I heard about the pullout. Had his little killies, and now he's talking about you know he's coming back for you know will he be ready for the Masters? Probably or not. Probably and not. you know it's like ESPN and those guys just they they piss me off because. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Tiger, great golfer and everything. But there's a lot of golfers. Landmark. No, I mean, historically, he's a landmark golfer. But well, of course. Everybody's caught up with him. I mean, he the kryptonite That's hit the him. That's the thing. The kryptonite hit him right in the, the knee, right in the Achilles now, apparently. Well, you know, we were talking about the fact that he was going to not just beat records. He was going to shatter oh, records. Yeah. Oh, he was on such a pace. But I mean, now I don't even know if he's going to catch it's a, a serious record. Doubt. Well, he's got a lot, he's he has several records, but the big one the is big like one, though. the most majors uh by uh Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. He well, I don't think and he'll I think get he's it. 3 or 4 behind. I mean, that's a major some of the best golfers that we've ever talked about, you know, yes. in the history of golf, they never won a major. Right. Driscoll so never has, for instance. I never have. I've been close. I know you have. You, you know that one amazing. putt on eighteen, and I would have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just just pressure choked. got too I much. Choked. Ten uh, cut I mean, moment. The, the, uh, I mean, in fairness, he's got time left because golf is a uh, a sport that seems you, you know you get better as you grow older. It seems, or you can. Right. Um. So he's got time, but yeah, it doesn't look good, does it? No, I don't think so. But you know, like. Gimmer said, I think golf has caught up to him uh, as he has, you know, I mean, obviously he's older and so he declined slightly. And I think there's parody in golf as well. Yeah. It's actually fun to watch again. Dudes are just better than that. I mean, you know, he got, he got a he, whole generation and elevated the game. Yeah. Tiger, you know, hits, hits the course, hits a tournament. He's already up three or four strokes just because of the tri- Tiger intimidation factor. 
I mean, guys would actually know yeah. that, you know, they're a couple of holes ahead of, of Tiger, and they're, like, up two, and, man, he's, like, birdied the last four holes, and they're like, oh, my I'm God. scared. It's happening. I better lay up right here and just go for a par, and next thing you know, they're in the water. Yeah. We've seen, we Mickelson had many meltdowns in the face of Tiger's breathing down his back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, well, so, uh, I think we've covered them all, haven't we? We had everything? I can't think Motorsports. Of- yeah. Golf. Uh, Did we talk about swimming? Uh, so man, bagging. Going back to the Manning. <laughs> let's end it. Let's end it with that. Manning, your prediction. Where is he going, Matt? My prediction. Yes. Where is he going? If we ha- if we had to, if we all had to pitch in money and Tebow over it. Oh Lord. Um. You know it's tough. It's it tough. Is. I think if he wants to win, he's going to San Francisco. Uh, really? If, yeah, but I but I don't know if they have the money. I don't know if they have the the, the cap money. And no. if he's, I don't think he's as hot on Tennessee as people make him out to be. I think Bud Adams is the new Al Davis. He's a of, dick. and he's just crazy. <laughs> yes, and he the, is. The, he's me- old Al Davis. the media doesn't have anything to go on, and and Tennessee is the only camp talking because they're led by crazy ass Bud Adams. Yes. Who, they don't have any decorum, so they're saying, "Oh yeah, Adams, man, it's coming. We're about to sign him. We're about to sign him." I don't think it's as sure. I don't think it's as sure as uh, as as they make it out to be. I I, I think maybe San, San Francisco, and I think Denver still has a legitimate shot. Believe it or not, I'm actually with you on that. I my, I really have it down to uh, San Francisco, Denver, and I think Tennessee is there. I think they're in the third spot. I mean, they had like the governor call and the legislature passed a special. It, I whatever. mean, it would be hard to turn down, but like I don't know, Manning. <laughs> well, and he went he went to college ball. He did he played college ball. He there. did. His so wife's family's from there. down there. Yeah. 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 So. Well, you know what? Here's my Manning prediction. Yes, tell my us. My Manning prediction is not it's more of a nostradamus type thing because okay. i'm not happy about it look he's gonna get blindsided he's got neck neck issues pop he's gonna weasel. get blindsided and i've said for weeks now you know what if he plays football for too much longer he's gonna be ending up true. driving I, it, a little rascal gimmer said exactly <laughs> the same thing on my facebook page actually yeah. when i was excited about uh, he's gonna, manning earlier hey, this week there's nothing worse than neck issues and you get blindsided and popped well, and sure, that guy gets a $15,000 fine for that head-to-head hit. Well, you know what? That helps you a lot when you're fucking retired from the NFL driving a little rascal for that, the rest of your life. The $15,000 fine, it's offset by the bounty that they put on him that he's <laughs> getting from the bounty! team. Uh, All right. Hey, Matt. Always a, Wales! Always a pleasure to catch up with you. Everybody, Matt Driscoll from the Weekly Volcano. Pick it up. It's in the South Sound. Yes. And they release it every Thursday on the masses. And then Volcano Radio right here in WCZ Radio. Radio Thursdays and weeklyvolcano.com. There you go. Thank you guys. That was beautiful. Matt, always a pleasure. Yeah. All right, everybody. On the line with us is our own Greg Roth. He is, uh, well, he is Mr. Seattle Music Insider. (laughs) SMI, uh, heard right here on NWCZ Radio every Thursday at 7 o'clock when we don't screw it up, which has been often (laughs) here. in the in the past, but we've got it. We've I think we got it all figured got it out. Dialed in, got it dialed in. It's every now and then. There's one show. For a while, it was uh, it was the uh, blues show. Mm-hmm. No matter mm-hmm. what, ha- no matter what day it was, we would be sitting right there watching it, and it was for some reason it just wouldn't work. And Gremlins. The last four <laughs> weeks or so, it's been SMI, and yeah. I feel I feel really bad because even this last week. Everything's on pace. It's like 10 minutes before the show's about to start. And our server, which we have no control over, it's been working perfect all week. The server decides to go down. But it was back up and running. And just We missed a couple of minutes. Tech talk here on uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Northwest yeah. Zone. So, 
Greg, what's going on in your world, my man? Well, first of all, I got to say, hey, you know, some the thing is with the world that we live in, with the on-demand world, even if it goes down and they can't hear it live, they can still go out and download it later yeah. on at seattlemusicinsider.com. Right. You know? <laughs> so there Give that is. man a ding. Self-plug. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, it's, it's a great- on-demand world. It's a great website, seattlemusicinsider.com. I mean, if you want to know- Audio-wise, I think we, we do a, a good job keeping things covered and posted. But if you want to go read great reviews, what's coming up, what's going on, yeah. what's hot, who's in town, who just played or whatever, there is no better place than SeattleMusicInsider.com. It's a mul- multimedia site right there. <laughs> it's unbelievable, man. And, Greg, you do just a, a stellar job on that website. And um, tell us a little, just give us some background on that. How long have you been sure. doing it? And, uh, you know, what's the goal and what's, what's the, you know, what do you guys have coming up in the future for that site? Well, well first of all, I got to thank you for the kind words. I, I mean, there are a lot of great folks besides me doing great things in, in the musical community and covering music. I, I do what I can. And, and you and I have had conversations about this. We could take all the writers, throw them together under one brand, and they still wouldn't be able to cover everything that's out there because the amount of music and talent in our region is just staggering. So I try to do what I can and, and cover the things that I think are interesting, but there are a lot of other great uh, folks doing great work out there. Um, I was going to talk about this later, but you know, you are contributing to SMI now too. So SMI, when I started, was you know I, I was writing for Examiner.com, doing show reviews, doing op-ed pieces, and just covering you know music and doing video interviews. And then I launched my podcast almost two years ago, which was kind of um, kind of raw initially, and it's kind of evolved and become uh, what I what I'd like to think is a better product. And and then, you know, I have a Twitter page and a Facebook. So I wanted a website that would take, you know, encompass all the different things that I was doing, whether it be social media, audio media, visual media, written pieces, and, and have one place so that folks could go out and get all my content in one place and kind of house it in one place. And my vision was always to have other people contributing at, at you know, ultimately, because obviously I can't do it all. And so in the last uh, few months, I revamped the web page. It's much more professional. It's much more conducive to having multiple contributors. And speaking of multiple contributors, you just started contributing to SMI. Bam. And have been doing some great Yay. show redu- uh, ding, reviews, Daryl. Yeah. Yeah, I apologize for the, uh, <laughs> the loss of uh, readers and traffic nah. because my name appears next to a couple <laughs> of articles. Uh, it just brings down brings down the credibility of that uh, page in such a hey, such hey Greg, a magnanimous whatever. amount. Darryl. Not true, not true. You've done some great <laughs> stuff, man. The Glenn Campbell review was fantastic. I got a lot of great comments on that, and you covered the Hugh Cornwell, Glenn Matlock show, and got a lot of great comments on that. No, you're doing great, and it, and it's people like you, Daryl, that are passionate about music and having other people besides just myself contribute. Because I always envision Seattle Music Insider not to just be about me. But to be more, to have it to be about the passion of of music that lives inside all. Yeah, of us. you have some fantastic writers on there, and it, it, it. I like to. Uh, I, I like to think that NWCZ Radio, you know, we have a lot of great program. We have a lot of mm-hmm. talented cats oh, and, yeah. and gals and everybody who put together programs every week that are in their own genre and their own vein, and they're all great in their own way. And so, you know. Audio wise, I think we've covered we got, we have a really diverse group. No doubt. On your page it's the same thing, but it's just in written form. And you know, 
the media of reading, I, I love to read reviews. I love to read, um, you know, what's going on, what's coming up, and all that kind of stuff. And I, like Timothy Held, who's, uh, you know, with uh, Tyrannosaurus Grace, has written some great reviews. You yeah. write great reviews. You have a lot of stellar people who are writing. And these are people, I mean, to me, it's amazing that we can, we can corral this kind of talent mm-hmm. and, and have them join forces and and do it basically, you know, for free. I mean, I know there's costs involved, like running the website and stuff, mm-hmm. but nobody's getting paid to write these articles. No, no. I mean, eventually, you know, the 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 objective would be to be able to generate revenue through advertising and other mediums, and other means rather, um, and be able to pay people something. But well, when no, you get that figured out, will yeah. you let us know the formula? Because yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, the whole the whole thing, and Daryl and I again, you and I have talked about this. W- was my objective with Seattle Music Insider was not to focus on, on, you know, necessarily making money off off the top, but was really focusing on creating a great brand, you know, doing great work week over week, you know, and I, I try to take the same attitude toward SMI Radio and my shows, and just to really focus on putting together a good product week over week consistently, and having it be high quality, and having it be something that people are interested in wanting to, you know, read or listen to. And I figure if I do that consistently enough, eventually it will find a bigger audience. And then, of course, once you have a bigger audience, then you can figure out, you know, a way to monetize it. But really the focus has, has been on just creating a great brand and a great product and, and you know, expanding my audience through that. Well, and I think you got validated too uh, as far as, you know, quality and people listening and stuff mm-hmm. uh, with the with the King 5 best of because didn't you come in like second place? Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, Damn. I got second, and yeah. and you know the thing the thing is it's it's not necessarily indicative of what's the best. I, no, I mean, but I think, think of all the blogs that are out yeah. there. I mean, you know, even the papers, the you know the whatever the the volcano, and you have mm-hmm. Seattle Weekly, and you have uh, you know Stranger. Stranger. All of those have their own music blogs, mm-hmm. and then people to have blogs and bands have blogs yeah. and oh, yeah. some of the record labels have blogs and to be validated in such a such a way i think it has to make you feel good no it does i mean i'm humbled by the whole thing and and a lot of it is because that that people like yourselves um and, and folks that even listen to nwcz um liked what i was doing and, and i know that you were very supportive and have been very supportive of what i do so that so that certainly helped and and you know i i didn't promote the whole contest thing i, I just said hey i'm in it Here's what it is. If you like what we're doing, great. Vote for us. And if not, there's a, a lot of other great people doing great things. But vote for somebody, you know. So, uh, yeah, get out was, and vote. Yeah, just vote. <laughs> just just get involved. You know, so, and go out and support live music and, and read what people are writing about live music in this region because it's fantastic. Yeah, SeattleMusicInsider.com is where you need to go for all that stuff. Hey, I know you've uh, – I want to get into some stuff that's going on um, sure. coming up, but I, I wanted to ask you this. I don't think I've ever asked you this question, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot. Bam. I know you've covered a lot of uh, amazing acts, and you've done some great interviews. Who – top two, top three in – you know, it doesn't even have to be the most famous because I know you've right. had some famous ones, but three, two or three that stick out as these, these were just dynamite. It was like a lot of fun. You you connected or clicked mm-hmm. in, in a certain way. Well, I would have to say one of them, a highlight was Fits in the Tantrums because when I interviewed them initially, they played in front of 300 people, the crocodile, and most people didn't know who they were. And, uh, but I, I, I heard and saw something special 
And uh, fortunately, I was able to get an interview with them before they broke out. And, and then in the last 18 months, they've been on Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, and they played the Super Bowl parties. And um, they've been on, I mean, they've just blown up. And then, like, you know, a year later after I interviewed them, they were playing the Sasquatch Festival in front of 15,000 outside. So nice. that was really a thrill. And the drummer's from Seattle, John, um, John Wicks, is from Seattle. He's a Seattle native. He lives in L.A. Guy. now. He, he but, even has his bio action right here on a, on a, yeah. on a, on a Stone Cold question. I'm nice. telling you, he's a professional. Greg. Oh no, he's goodness. solid, and he's played with a lot of cats around here. And so, so that was en- another cool thing is there's a real Seattle connection. Uh, so that was one in, in particular that I thought was just, you know, a, a, a true highlight. And it's really fun to cover a band that's just starting out and to see them just through a lot of hard work and engaging their fans on social media. And of course, their music's solid. And being able to, to watch them just evolve and just grow and just achieve um, recognition through, through hard work. I mean, they play over 300 dates a year right now, and they're still out work, and they haven't even had time to work on their new record yet. So, so that was one. And then Alan Stone recently um, is another artist from here who I think is just one of the most talented individuals that, that I've met or heard. And he's blowing up. He was just on Jimmy Kimmel last Saw that. week, and and he's a great guy. And he's you know he's really well connected to the community. A lot of folks that we've had on our shows, uh, like you know Hot Bodies in Motion, and uh, the BGP and Carson and Tess Henley, and uh, folks like that. He's friends with. He's done shows with. So he has a real strong tie to the community. And he's going to probably, if he has it his way. His objective is to be playing 300 dates a year all over the world, and he, and he'll be doing it too. So that was that was really cool. Nice. Um, and then and then recently, you know, I was down in uh, Minneapolis or up in Minneapolis or whatever <laughs> in Minneapolis. Over. Yeah, over in Minneapolis. What are you in Montreal right now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey. Um, for the Revolution reunion and getting to go to that and hang out with that, and then prior a week prior, I interviewed you know Matt Fink, Doctor Fink, who was Prince's keyboard player from 1978 to 91, and and uh, just a, the nicest guy you'll ever meet. That's um, a lot really, of years, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was with him during during Prince's you know most formative. And, and successful years. The, the heyday, yeah. as they mm-hmm. say. The heyday. And, so, and, then, and then there's, you know, I interviewed John Popper and Lee Oscar backstage, two of the greatest harmonica players in the world. You know, John Popper showed up to Highway 99 unannounced and, and got up and played with Lee Oscar, one of the, one of the greatest, and then, and then watching them to do their thing and then backstage interviewing them both together. Was a was a true highlight too, and there's there's so many because every artist that that I interview, whether it be local, national, doesn't matter if they've got something interesting to say. Um, it, it's a fun interview. Gimmer, I had you on, and that was a lot of fun talking about your participation in, in the Underwater Musical Fest. It was or the man. Underwater Music Fest. We were know? talking. So. I was I was pacing around my backyard, looking at <laughs> my garden was growing at the time. And yeah, it was a good uh, behind the scenes with Gimmer, what That's he was right. actually doing. That was a good interview. Hey, actually. Greg. Um, I know it's you know we're we're heading into spring, and mm-hmm. that means in the Northwest, summer is still a long ways off, but. Music festival, too long for me. <laughs> yeah, music festival season is yep. rapidly approaching us, and we and we do have some great music festivals here. Yeah, uh, but I know one that that you're heavily involved in is this uh, Synergia, mm-hmm. and uh, tell tell the folks a little bit about that. What's what's happening? Where it's at? And uh, you know what you have going on with that thing? Well, Synergia Northwest. Um, this is the third year, 
and and they've done two shows prior. One at the Temple Theater in Tacoma was the first year they did it, and that was the year that they had all the male members of Heart: Howard Leese, Roger Fisher, uh, Michael DeRozier, Steve Fawson, together for the first time in thirty years they'd ever played together. That's awesome. Yeah, the original four male members. So that was a big deal. And um, then last year, it was at the Moore Theater, and you had Queensryche, and you had uh, Sean Smith, and Jeffrey Castle, and Alan White from Yes playing. And it's backed by a 50-plus piece symphony orchestra. And all the proceeds go to benefit music education for kids. Um, and the license plate bill which you can actually go out um, and purchase a license plate and proceeds go to music education and music programs for the state of Washington because a lot of those programs are getting cut. So I'm nice, very involved nice. in anything that's involved with Music Aid Northwest or music education for kids. And you can go out to my website um, and there's a big license plate and you can click on that license plate and you can actually purchase a license plate and, and the proceeds will go toward music education. Anyway... They're doing another show this year. It's going to be May 12th at the Paramount. And this year they've got uh, Vicky Martinez on the bill. Nice. Uh, Star Anna. And Alan White again with White. The Synergia Northwest Orchestra. Uh, Brandon Hill from Blues Traveler. And there's going to be some other announcements. And I can't say anything right now, but there's going to be some really cool other announcements added to the lineup. But it's going to be uh, a stellar show. And you've got all these great artists backed by this amazing orchestra. And I just posted something today on Seattle Music Insider. There's a new track that Queensryche recorded with the orchestra, and it's called Rhythm of Hope. And it's actually, if you go to seattlemusicinsider.com and you click on the article, you can hear a streaming uh, version of that recorded last year at Synergy in North west 2011 ah, look at that this uh check that out it started out at the temple went to the moor mm -hmm. and next now it's at the paramount what's next yeah. quest field or uh what that thing's blowing up <laughs> Tacoma Dome. what are you talking about <laughs> well you know, i think michael mcmorrow who, who's a musician and and also he's been in radio for for many years um his vision is to be able to take the whole concept because it basically incorporates multicultural um, elements. Um, last year, you had the Taiko uh, drum uh, drum line, and the year before, you had um, an, uh, an American Indian theme. And this year, there's going to be a Brazilian uh, a Brazilian kind of ethnic theme incorporated with the music. And I think his objective is to be able to take it into different you know cities and different markets and do it. But it's a multicultural, multi-genre. They should uh, hook up with Peter Gabriel seriously, man. Oh, he yeah. would, he would be so down with that stuff. He loves yeah. all that world music beat stuff. No, it's amazing because all you know, you take basic rock music or blues music or whatever, and you throw in an orchestra, and then you throw in some Brazilian drums or some some Japanese taiko drums, and it's just it's just brilliant. It's it's one of those concerts that you that I, I can't really explain. I've tried to write reviews on it, but it's <laughs> one of those things that you just have to experience because it's absolutely. What's the date brilliant. on that again? It's May twelfth, Saturday, May twelfth yeah. at the Paramount. And you know, and uh, tickets are on sale where. Uh, well, if you go to Synergy and Northwest, uh, their website, um, all that information, you can, again, access it through seattlemusicinsider.com. But if you go to synergyandnorthwest.com, you can purchase tickets through there. And then also you can hear samples of some of the music. And uh, you can also hear 
um, and see some some pictures and some video of what took place. And I think my review from last year is up there as well. Nice. So. Well, and we'll be talking more about that. Yes. As we get closer, but I want to give people a heads up on that because I it it's a worthy cause. Yes. It sounds like an amazing event, and yeah, Vicky's going to be there. So mm-hmm. you know that's all. That's we little local connection there. Vicky's going to debut two songs off her new record. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, Greg, before we let you go, and I appreciate you spending time with us today. Um, what do you What are you working on right now? What are you What are you looking at in the Seattle scene? Who's popping for you? Um, who are you excited about? Um, you know, pick a cu- couple of bands or a couple of events that just really have your attention at the moment. Well, in terms of events, I've got Synergy in Northwest. I'm going to be very involved in Love of uh, Northwest Love Fest this year. I'm going to be very involved with them. I'm going to be covering Sasquatch. Uh, there's the Bite of Seattle, the Taste of Tacoma, and of course Bumper Shoot in the fall. In terms of festivals and, and shows, in terms of artists that I'm really excited about, um, I'm going to have Aaron Jones on my show, uh, not this week but the following week, and then Timmy Held um, from Fake Label Records and Tyrannosaurus Grace yes. has been involved in putting together this compilation CD. Well, I had Timmy in about a week ago to help co-host uh, SMI Radio, and we're going to feature tracks off that record and talk about the various artists and the tracks on that CD. So that should be exciting. And there's a band that uh, folks should be keeping an eye on that I think is going to blow up this year, and that is a band called Pickwick. Pickwick. Mm-hmm. Have not Check heard them of them. Okay, I'll just, how, is it? Where are just, they from? They're from Seattle. They're kind of a. They've got a real retro kind of soul, blue-eyed soul uh, sound. How do you spell that? Is it um, P-I-C-K? W-I-C-K, I believe. Okay. Or no, I'm yeah. sorry. P-I-C. Um, pick W-I-C-K. P-I-C, W-I-C-K. I'll, yeah. We'll check them out, man. That's, check them out. They're going to be huge, good. and they're getting a, a huge indie buzz and a national buzz. I saw them at Bumper Shoot. I interviewed them at Bumper Shoot, and I think they're going to be doing some big things. I think I think maybe on a level of, you know, like Alan Stone, perhaps. And so you, like a lot of us, uh, did not go down to South by this year, right? I didn't, although I had a lot of friends that went down there. Bubba Jones from Furniture Girls and um, in their band. Well, Bubba also is, runs... Uh, uh, Critical Sun Records. So there was a bunch of artists that went to South by Southwest, and I actually have Furniture Girls on this week, Thursday night, seven o'clock. You can hear my interview with them and talk about their trip uh, to South by Southwest and all the different bands that are on the Critical Sun label: Stacy Jones Band, Fox and the Law, Darius Wilrich, Rob Marcus, Sights here, Furniture Girls, Seeing Blind, In Cahoots, In Juarez, Alejandro Garcia from No Ray. Um, we're all there. Dang, and, yeah, and I know. Uh, I was yeah. just talking to Robin Fairbanks last night. She's the manager of Fox and Law. She yeah. said they were they were killing it down there. Yeah. So so Furniture Girls is on NWCZ this Thursday on SMI Radio, and we talk about uh, you know what they've been up to, and then some of the bands that uh, went to South by Southwest this past week. Greg, sounds great, man. Uh, thanks so much for spending some time with us. Everybody go to seattlemusicinsider.com. Check out all the work, the great work that Greg Roth does, and listen to SMI Radio here on NWCZ Radio every Thursday, yeah. 7 p.m. Greg, thank always you so a, much. Always a pleasure. We'll be talking to you soon. Love you, buddy. Yeah, next time we'll do it in person for sure. Sounds good, brother. Yeah. Have a good night. I'll hold you to that. All right, brothers and sisters. All right, thanks to Greg Roth, Seattle Music Insider. Com. Go over there, check it out. Yeah, he's got some really Do cool it. stuff. And like he alluded to, I've, I've been writing a few things for him. And hey, yeah, you know, I got to tell you about your Glenn Campbell piece. Okay, brought a tear to your eye. 
Look, man, we were, <laughs> uh, we were uh, in the studio, our second day of the studio, two days, you know, big long days, and we were going to, you know, wrap most everything up. Right. And that was in the evening, and I read it. And I'm telling you, it did bring tears to my eyes. I was, I was emotionally Spent. struck. No, I was emotionally struck oh. by, you know, because I grew up. Yeah. I mean, as a child, for real. I mean, my, my mom is a huge Glenn Campbell fan, so... Man, I've been listening to him since I was a little wee lad. I was just a little wee lad. Yeah, you know? it was amazing to see. And I, you weren't in here the day uh, after that. I went to see that. Yep. I actually got to meet him at that show. It was amazing. Son of a God. Got to shake his hand. That was fan. That was fantastic. Uh, yeah. All all through the show today, we've been playing the uh, tr- clips from the Load Levelers, and uh, they have a big CD release party at the fun house on the 24th which is also we're trying to save the fun house yes because that's a great seattle location Man. they're talking about i know bon bon wheelies jumped on that a lot of people are jumping on just there's, trying to it, get there's it an saved. event on facebook wednesday a meeting about trying to save the fun house and there's like over a thousand people that have clicked yeah it's, it's an icon <laughs> yeah. i mean we're <laughs> losing crazy. Them. I love it. and i'm gonna tell you bon had a great she she had a great post where she said here we go again we're gonna lose another venue and then there's going to become an article out about you know the venue going down and what a classic place it was and all the history that went on there and yet it will still be you know disappear yeah and we've had way too many of that too much mm-hmm. too many great places go down sometimes you know sometimes you just have to uh, accept it but other times you can fight to keep them going and I think the fun house definitely has brought Seattle Tacoma some amazing uh times hey right down there in the seattle center area that is the coolest place to just walk across the street yeah from the seattle center and the emp and there's a, a bona fide you know seattle puget sound Legendary music venue place, yeah. and you're gonna walk in and at most you're gonna pay five bucks and you're gonna see just killer bands i i have seen great beer so selection. many great shows great there. beer selection you know there, but and there's also something else coming up that I, w- I would like to hip everybody to and it's it's april 1st so it's a little ways off and we were going to be talking more about this but there's a very good friend in the art and music community here in tacoma who uh has cancer and he's really struggling his name is dave graham He's been in several movies that were produced here. He's also a musician. Knows every, I mean, knows lots of people. Hung out with Nico Case and Nirvana back in the day and good friend of the Girl Trouble. He's just been solid in the community and a big supporter. And so he's having a tough time. So at the Swiss in Tacoma on April 1st, there's a benefit for Dave. They're trying to raise some cash to help him with his bills. And there's five bands on it and it's, it's an, it's a great lineup. We'll talk about that another time. Starts at three. They're auctioning off cool rock memorabilia, and they're going to have. Yep. They're actually going to show one of the movies, one of the short movies that he's in. Of course, he'll be there, and uh, it's just going to be a who's who, man. I've been looking at the uh, Facebook lineup of people logging in, saying they're coming, and just to go there and hang out with all the people that are going to be there is oh, yeah. is going to be awesome. So that's April first. Mark your calendars. What day does that fall on? That is a Sunday. At the Swiss. At the Swiss. Uh, You guys will probably be taping this show. (laughs) Yeah. We might tape early. Who knows? Maybe. Or maybe you'll... No, I don't think so. It's possible. Because it's kind of set up already. (laughs) Maybe go down and do it live. That sounds uh, even better. (laughs) But anyway, hey, next week we have a ton of bands coming on. And uh, give me a high five, Double D. Yeah. What's going on over there? 
Is that five minutes or is that yes. five seconds? Five minutes. Oh, we got five minutes. Like we're going to give you the only cue you get in the <laughs> five, ten, four, last three, segment is five seconds. <laughs> okay, five seconds, wrap. <laughs> well, back. with Double D, when he's giving me the you know the hand signal, some, I get confused at times. He, he comes up with new variations. Yeah, you write him some cue cards, like a 10-minute cue card, <laughs> a five-minute cue card, a two-minute cue card. Or we got to have bell dings, you know, like a double ding is 10. <laughs> a ding is a five. Double ding. <laughs> <laughs> double D with the double ding. Oh, my God. Uh, so, hey, you guys, uh, let's talk about your show next week. Big show. This is first time. Yay. Big Wheel Stunt Show has played at Louis G's. That's correct. Yes. Uh, Voxa, I know you have played there before. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic venue. It's yes, it's it's really fun to play there, and I think it's been more than a year since Big Wheel and Voxy Vallejo played together. No, hasn't it? Where did you guys play at the uh, the Jazz Bones? Jazz Bones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Voxy's been that was my birthday. Drinking, right? I think tonight. No, I haven't. No, had she hasn't had anything. My so we played we played at Jazz Bones together for my birthday, right? I don't think the yes. people really care about it. That was not my was. last birthday. It was the birthday before. Oh, we played with you guys like <laughs> no. Hemp Fest. 5 months ago. Hemp Fest, that was it. So anyway, the fact of the matter is, we don't need to, that's minutiae that we're are talking Anyway, yes, about we're having there. a great show this Saturday. We're talking about this Saturday. We're yes. Are you about the last time <laughs> Everybody's like, who <laughs> the <laughs> f cares? <laughs> There goes Gimmer and Voxy again, <laughs> off on know, a rabbit trail. No, so, I'm, yeah, we got I'm a great show. There. And who's, who's the other one on the bill? Oh, Hopeless Jack and the yes. Handsome Devil out of Portland. They're fantastic. Really excited about bringing them to We've to had them on our show. They put on, is it a, are they a three? They're two. Two. It's a two piece. Yeah, but yeah. they make a lot of noise. They are awesome. Yeah. And uh, we've got the Flare Entertainment, Fire Dancers going on. And, <laughs> and, uh, Last time I saw that, it was yep. all up in flames. <laughs> in a good <laughs> nice. way, though. Yes. No, it was sexy. It was hot. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so it's just going to be and a how really much great is show. It it's all ages. For the people. Seven bucks, all ages. Um, show starts at eight. So get there early, get some good food in you. And There's great food at Louis G's. Come, and Big come Wheel's hungry. got some new merch, right? We've got new t-shirts. Uh, oh, yeah. Now you guys are working. Big Wheel Stunt Show I'm well. talking about. You guys are working on a new CD. Yes, we How's are. that going? It's been going really well. We're actually going in tomorrow night down to Egg Studios for, uh, or to tomorrow for a full day of vocals we're gonna wrap the vocals and then after that just a little bit of uh this and that including yourself i, I know you're gonna be doing some voiceover on yeah i'm looking forward to it and uh other than that this this baby's almost ready to kick it mix in the can and see what comes out you know? i know people are excited about is it, it a waffle or is it a pancake i don't know <laughs> might be just a <laughs> scrambled egg nice hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right hey we are we're out of here man everybody we, we want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening you can hear our show the northwest convergence zone every sunday night 9 to 11 p.m and uh, you can also catch us in podcast form over on nwconvergencezone.com or on iTunes, or you can just hit our Facebook page because we post it there yeah. about now. You might be able to find places that we don't even know. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Have you ever Googled us up? There's, yeah. I'm like, yeah. how the hell did we get there? We're in yeah. Thailand. But <laughs> <laughs> just remind everybody, um, Dave Coulier, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Tacoma Comedy Club. Alicia Wood, tomorrow night, Monday night, down at the Stonegate, and then at the uh, Jewel Box Theater on Tuesday. So yes. that's... 
that's a solid week of comedy, and uh, your sides will be hurting. No, nope. close it out at Louis no. G's on Saturday. And yeah, close it out. At, what do do we not hook the people up? You got it. I mean, it's amazing. All right, hey, I'm Big D. This is Waxy. I'm the Gimma. Double D. And for Wonder Boy, we want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Tell your friends about us. We're no secret, but we always like new listeners. And uh, everybody, have a great week. We will see you back here on the air next week. This is what we're doing. Just point me. Just point at me. <laughs> <laughs> is she coming back from her birth? Shut your mouths. Quiet. Fuck off. You've been listening to the Northwest Convergence Zone. Where all things come together. <laughs>